Hey everybody, this is Scott. This is Brandon. And you're listening to the BST Podcast. Welcome in, everybody. How's it going? Yo, yo, yo. I know. Look at that. Hey, this is number two for the week. How about that? Number two in one week. We're moving up. <laughs> hey, earlier in the week, we did, uh, we kind of, uh, you know, took a detour into uh, some unexplained, uh, you know, paranormal type stuff that, uh, you know, personally happened to us. Uh, you know, some things we thought of. Um, and today, uh, we're going back into the world of some sports. Um, we're going to, you know, try to set a couple different days. You know, at the end of the week, be more sports-centric. And then uh, we're going to dive into some different things earlier in the week. Um, there'll be some weeks that we'll only maybe do one podcast, uh, with it being kind of the off season for football. Um, so we might not do you know, a sports episode every week. Um, but we'll do, you know, like a season preview, you know, when we get closer to the, uh, NFL starting back up, Louisville football starts back up, um, all that good stuff. Um, we would talk a little bit little basketball, but that's a dumpster fire right now. And when you're like, I've, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know what? You there's just, not really much to talk about there. Oh uh, yeah. We're just going to that one. <laughs> we're going to skip right over. Yeah. You know, Hey, foot, uh, not football, uh, baseball. Baseball's, Baseball's off killing it start. right now. They are uh, off to a 4 0 start. Um, so, uh, and they are ranked number four in the country. So, that's, uh, you know, Dave McDonald, the baseball program's got it rolling. Uh, the women's basketball team, um, they're coming off of a win against Miami, um, which they won. I believe it was 61 to 49. So come on off a 12 point win, which moved them to, I believe the record is at 20 and nine. And they got a game coming up on Sunday against um, Notre Dame. Who's a top 10 team who we just played um, not even two weeks ago. And we lost in overtime on a last second buzzer beater. I remember seeing that. I remember seeing that notification on my phone because I, I don't, I don't always watch basketball games, but I do keep up with it. 
with the notifications and stuff like that. And that I was like, man, that sucks. <laughs> well, it, it, you know, but they're doing really, a lot better than know. the men's. So, I, yeah, yeah, they're, 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 you know, they're solidly the women's basketball team. They're hey. solidly in the NCAA tournament. It's just yeah. Maybe we should take the women's team and have them play the men's schedule. How about that? Well, they probably do better than four and twenty <laughs> four, four twenty-five, four and way too many losses. I mean, yeah. A little bit we're used to having more like twenty-four and four at this point, not four and twenty-four or four and twenty-five. Right. But, you know, it is what it is. Kenny Payne's first year. Um and actually I think Kenny Payne is really kind of finding a groove considering, you know, going nine and uh, oh and nine and the the four wins that he's done they were against good teams and they were decent wins i mean well and then if you look over the past even we'll say handful of games even though we haven't won like we uh you know we did win against clemson who uh, mm-hmm. They're kind of on the bubble, but they've started at you know Clemson was at the top of the ACC, um, and yep. we beat them. Um, and we had some close losses. Um, now we did play Duke, and we got beat um, by seventeen, but we did cover. I think over the past like six or seven games, we have covered all the spreads. So. Um, yeah. So you know they're doing some there, things. You got some players some who are playing better. There's some light at the end of this tunnel. So the biggest thing is, you know, for the men's basketball team. I know we mentioned that we weren't going to go too much into it, but here we are. It's, you never know what we're going to get into, really. Yeah. Today, you know, we're we're kind of flying by the edge of our pants. Uh, in this one. Wait, how do you fly by the edge of your pants? Well, first, you got to not be wearing pants. But that's a different topic. Huh. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyways, so, uh, let's see. I know we lost by 17 to Duke, but that game was closer than what the final score was because uh, we were within about 10 to 12 in the second half and kind of stayed there. And then Duke had a couple of possessions towards the end to kind of spread that lead out a little bit. Yeah, uh, at the beginning of that game, they were they were up like thirteen to seven at one point. Oh, at one point, um, we started out on fire. Like, yeah, we were up by I think around eight to ten points. It was like eighteen to eight or oh, it was. We were off to a good start, but then a little bit of controversy happened. The other team went on a run, and we couldn't stop them from going on a run. You know, just like the 2013 team, uh, talking about Duke, Coach uh, Shashevsky, that's a mouthful. Yeah, Coach K, he, you know, remember the post game after we beat them in the NCAA tournament that year when he said, this team just booms you. Well, It's kind of the polar opposite with this team. Every <laughs> game, we're, we might start out good. We might have we our chance. We don't fool you. 
But we all you. They all. boom us. We know that our team is going to get boomed. Right. <laughs> so, you know, the biggest thing for uh, them, you know, really their biggest issue all year is not turning the ball over. We turn the ball right. over just way too much. And, you know, some of these games lately we've been playing better because we haven't been turning the ball over as much. We, you know, LLS has been playing, you know, like a all ACC player pretty much all season. Uh, JJ yeah, Trainer, he's had a couple games think, in a row where I still think Ellis, though, he's got some stuff to work on because just a few games that I have watched, he he's not looking to pass enough before he tries to take a shot or make a move inside. He always he grabs the ball, he comes down court, slows it down once he crosses the half-court line. Then he gets to a three-point, he might pass it to another guard, they'll pass it back. But then he's looking oh, to... We'll only ha- he's the only guard on the team, by the way. Anyways, well, you know team. what I mean. The position that <laughs> yeah, the He's other the only guard on the team. <laughs> <laughs> the other guard that, 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 that where you know you have your shooting and your point guards up top. Usually, in anyways, he'll pass it. They'll pass it back to him. He chose to go inside in the paint with like three big guys over top of him. Then he wants to look to kick it back out too late. Yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna fake going inside, trying to draw everybody in so you can bounce it out, you don't you don't want to get surrounded. He waits till he's surrounded. Then he's trying to pass it out. Then someone steals it. Yeah, I think uh, what uh, my most coaches would say that uh, he catches himself over penetrating. So he's getting into the lane, but he's going too far. And that leads to him kind of doing the thing where he looks like he's about to, he jumps up in the air as he's falling out of bounds. And he throws that pass where if he doesn't throw it away, it typically leads to something pretty decent. But he's been doing better. Over the past handful of games, he's lowered his turnovers. And, yeah. Um, you know, we've got some other guys that have been stepping up and making some shots. We need some people to be more consistent, like J.J. Trainer. He's been doing better. Uh, last game against Duke, he hit four threes. The game before yeah. that against Clemson, he uh, came off, or he actually started, and he had like 17 points. He Dunked on two guys, um, you know. So he uh, made a poster in the Yum Center, uh, posterizing two Clemson dudes. Um, he had four threes against Duke, and I think had sixteen more points. So, you know, you've got some bright spots. Uh, yeah, it, it, they're improving. Some people are improving. Uh, it just, you know, it is what it is, and you know at. You know, I'm a diehard fan. I mean, both of us have dang on Cardinal head tattoos, and um, you know, to start the season, I was so annoyed, frustrated, yeah. and then it just shifted Dang. over to just being disappointed, and now it's just you know, whatever um, happens, happens. You know, <laughs> yeah, whatever happens, happens. Just. 
as Louisville fans, all we want is just to see something that's just going to be like, you know, a, the slightest glimmer of hope. I yeah, mean, we want to see our we want to see our program turn around and have you know back to like how Rick Pitino days were like. He, I mean, we were constantly making appearances in the in the tournament. We were making it consistently, you know. I mean, there's a good chunk of times Sweet Sixteen or higher championships. Yeah, yeah, we I want mean, to be contenders. Yeah, and you know that's what you know with Patino. Twenty thirteen, we had we won the title. Twenty twelve, we were in the final four. I mean, yeah. he had ton of good years under Patino and you know and of course circumstances under Chris Matt. And Lay had to go screw that up. Hmm. You know well, but, yeah, that's, well, I take that back. Not necessarily that <laughs> Louisville screwed up on their own with that assistant. I forget his name. But uh but what they did to Rick, Rick Patino when this all went down and I saw that first conference about what they were doing to Patino, I didn't agree with it. Yeah. They, well, shouldn't, have, they shouldn't have just done that to him. And in hindsight, Patino uh, has been exonerated. So yeah, like he got exonerated. So, I mean, so they did all that for nothing, which, and which has made it harder for Louisville to, you know, bring in some good recruits there for a little bit because just no, imagine who wants, to to, who wants to go to a school play for a school that's dealing with issues you don't want oh, to go yeah. to the school and be known oh you played for that school because you know and y'all y'all break the rules or whatever and you don't want to you you don't want your career starting off that way especially yeah, these no. people that make it into yeah. the nba or whatever they do you know you don't be, you don't want to be represented that way you don't so, want to have the reputation of, oh, you went to Louisville because of uh, strippers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they threw some dollar-dollar exactly. bills at uh, some strippers, and they flashed they were throwing and were probably there. Pop the bottles. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, went to Louisville, they had some strippers, and... Like, yeah. <laughs> uh but actually, they're they're popping more than bottles, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, can you imagine where we would be now if Patino was still here? Like, we probably have, you know, if not more, you know, multiple titles. I mean, we would, uh, we we'd be closer. We would be, you know, right now we would be probably a top ten team because under Patino we were. Always, always. We were somewhere in the ring. Top 25, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, and I'm not saying, you know, the start of Chris Mack when he came on. Heck, you know what? In his second year, we were ranked number one in the country for a portion of that season. And, you yeah. know, we kind of went through some struggles at the end of the year. But that had to deal between personal issues with well and then coaching COVID. staff. Well but that and then year, COVID. COVID shortened that season where we yeah. that year we were due we were probably gonna be a top four seed, so we were gonna be anywhere from maybe a Oh yeah, three, that's right. They, they canceled. Or, you know, we were gonna be anywhere from a two seed to a maybe a four seed. 
and you know be in pretty solid shape to make a run you know we had all the pieces we had the talent we had the star player you know jordan war and everything but then that season got canceled because of covid um and then the next season we had some talent but we were literally the last team out of the covid season for the ncaa tournament we were the last team like the first team out and the only reason why we missed the tournament was because a surprise uh conference tournament run from georgetown they uh yeah they had a terrible season they went into the conference tournament and they won their conference tournament so they took a spot in the field if they didn't win their tournament they would have been in we would have been in and then you know what we wouldn't be in this situation and the whole Dino Gaudio shenanigans, the, yeah. you know, uh, Mac wouldn't have been forced to make changes. You know, Tyree wouldn't have made him go and change coaches and so on and so forth. And yeah. then, you know what? We would have, we wouldn't be in the situation. We'd probably still be in the top 25, you know, things a little more back to normal. Um, I mean, because it's not that Chris Mack wasn't a good coach. It just, things just kind of fell apart. You know, it felt like one thing after the other, and then he just felt like, you know. He just got the raw end of the deal, really. Yeah. Um, But but that's in the past. We're, We're looking towards the future. We got Kenny Payne. Hopefully, you know, with recruits he's got coming in for next season. Yeah, which I think right now we've got two coming in. Um, we've got Caleb Glenn, and we've also got, I think his name's Curtis Williams. They're both, like, wings, so they're, like, your small forward, power forward type uh, yeah. players. Um, but they're, like, three or four-star guys. Um, I mean, they're going to be solid some big- pieces. We need some big guys down low. That, that's really what we need. We can well, get some we big, need guys, some down big guys down low that are not finesse type players. And I say that right. in regards to like, I think Brandon Huntley Hadfield. He's got all. He's got the tools. He's got the skill set. But he see, he reminds me of um, VJ King. He had mm-hmm. VJ King had the skill set. But he, like, when he did stuff, he was smooth about it. When Holly yeah. Hatfield's doing something, he looks smooth about it. But if he gets thrown off of it, like, he can't handle, you know, the physicality. If he gets out of yeah. sorts, he just kind of cracks. Like, he just yeah. crumbles you under. Want someone that, you want someone that can play finessely, but handle the physicality all at the same time and not let it destroy his game. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and that just you know the mental toughness, and yeah. you know that's when a lot of coaches preach toughness and toughness. We're not tough enough. We got to be, you know, mentally stronger. And, and then sometimes these Ottawa to talk about know, these players, they get too much in their own head and mess themselves up at the same time as well. Yeah. So. 
So, but anyways, um, so basketball is to, uh, not in great shape, but you know, heck, all we can do is I'm still going to watch every game. I'm still going to cheer and. I'm still going to be frustrated when they bounce the ball off their own foot and give it to the other team. But I know one way or the other, it's going to get better. Hopefully it's sooner than later. I guess that's about all I got (laughs) on that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I know, you know, that's kind of the more current uh, state of athletics. Um, I know we're in between football season, uh, but, you know, I know some of the changes that have happened with the little football program, um, such as, you know, leading up to the bowl game, which uh, was in December. Uh, we're a little bit, a little bit late on it, but, you know, if you got a problem with it, I'm sorry. I'll blame it on Scott. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) What? Um, But, you know, uh, kind of want to get your thoughts on, you know, Scott Satterfield, just the week leading up to the bowl game, ups and leaves for Cincinnati. Um, What was your first reaction when you heard that? Well, first of all, I didn't even think there was <laughs> I never heard of any talk about him possibly even looking to go to another school, especially with how the season started last year. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, he 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 got off to a hot run late in the season and um you know changed some things around, especially with his defense, you know, Scott's D. Um, yes, that's the. <laughs> uh, but no, it, it really, it really threw me off. I thought, you know, I wasn't really, I wasn't expecting that. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of going, why are you wanting to? Why are you leaving a program that you spent four years kind of putting together and seemed like it was, you know, mm-hmm. trying to make that turn back to. A, contending in football, but yeah, coming uh-huh. off of uh, finishing the regular season seven and five, and then went into the bowl yeah. game. We finished eight and five. Yeah. Um, I know my first thought was like the first thing to pop in mind. As soon as I got that notification, seen it on Twitter. And my first thing was what <laughs> kind of did the whole, uh, you know, when you uh, say something to a dog and then they just kind of give you that and they kind of just turn their head sideways and like, what? Be like Scooby, rah, rah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was just like, whoa, okay. And, you know, response to that is uh, thank you, Cincinnati, because they paid, yep. um, they paid us for Satterfield. And then yep. we ended up um, getting, getting the guy we wanted all along. Oh, Jeff Brom. Um, and, you know, him and uh, Purdue, uh, his final season there, they finished the regular season 
at eight and four. Um, now they finished overall eight and six, but they did make it to the uh, Big Ten championship game, um, which they lost to Michigan. But it was, you know, relatively through the first three quarters, it was competitive. And then Michigan kind of pulled away in the fourth quarter. Um, but considering Brom was playing with a walk-on quarterback, oh, I mean, yeah. to get to the Big Ten championship game, and then they lost um, in their bowl game, which by that time, you know, if it's not a college football playoff or the championship game, the entire, in this case, you know, coaching change, believe Brian Brom, his quarterback coach, stayed back to coach the bowl game, which they got destroyed, but that don't matter. Um, yeah, and Dan Branch didn't look too bad coaching the bowl game for Louisville. Yeah, um, Louisville's bowl game, we uh, came out and we stomped Cincinnati. Without Scott's D. <laughs> oh, but they, they got, uh, they still got it, though. They got Dion's D. (laughs) (laughs) They got the cards D all over their face. (laughs) But, uh, um, but yeah, so now what's, uh, just kind of your initial, you know, thought you're excited, you know, what are you looking forward to about, you know, old Jeff Brom, uh, being back. Well, um, I'm just ready to continue our our winning ways. Um, you know, Jeff Brown played for Louisville in his college days. Um, I'm I'm ready for him to you know take this team to that next level that we're have the potential of getting to, and um, hopefully be more of a you know, having a little bit more in the talks with championship games. Well, I think uh got O'Brom just in time because I think we got his first season. Uh, well, one, I'm just excited because he's got a history like at Western Kentucky, all he did was win. He got to Purdue. He took them from as rough as situation as they were in and he built them back up all the way to a contender. Um, mm-hmm. And it was an exciting style of play, you know, going to put up some points, uh, you know, get, you know, how to, you know, get the team excited, get the fans excited. I mean, you know, let's play football. Um, you know, I can stand on my own two feet. I don't care if I don't have any arms. I'm going to get out here and play. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, so some of the hype videos, every time I see them, I just like, I feel like I want to just go tackle somebody. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's one where, uh, with him with Purdue and, um, he's talking about, uh, putting the hammer down. And then he's <laughs> like, you know, uh, when we got here, you know, we're going to put the hammer down. And then he grabs a chair. 
and, he, <laughs> and he's like, we're going to put the hammer down. He slams the chair. Everybody jumps around. Or uh, the I think one of his most famous ones besides the uh, let's play football speech, I think when he was like in the XFL or uh, I can't remember yeah. exactly where it was. Um, but the um, street fight between the whistles. That's street fight, the street between, fight the between the whistles. I said, straight fight between the whistles. <laughs> and it, like the first time, like after he got hired on and somebody posted it, I listened to it. Like I had like the chills go down my spine. I was like, oh, why do we got to wait so long for the next season? I know, right? This, this off season is probably going to feel longer than any because we know we got a good coach and it seemed like Jeff Brown busted his butt to keep some of those good recruits that Satterfield had locked in. Mm-hmm. So I'm, 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 I'm excited. I'm excited to see, you know, where the era of Jeff Brown's going to take us. Well, and actually we're going to transition a little bit. Um, I'm going to at least, uh, you know, fill you in a little bit on the recruiting part that you actually uh, brought up. So mm-hmm. even though we did lose, I think two players from the recruiting class, but we added some others. Um, this is technically like I'm using the rankings off of two, four, seven sports and our class uh, ranking this is not counting the transfers. We're at, we were at uh, 35. Now, if you, that's just the incoming freshman. Mm-hmm. Now, our transfer rank, which is just the guys that are transferring from one, you know, like we got somebody coming from Stanford, somebody coming from, you know, school X, Y, Z. Our transfer rank is 23. So mm-hmm. we've got an overall class ranking of 31, which is, I believe that's the highest ranking in school history when it comes to a recruiting class. Um, like we've got one, let's see. There's so many. Don't we still have, a, don't we still have some of those five-star Recruits uh, we don't have well. any of the five stars. Um, I know the one five star we had was Ruben Owens, but he ended up uh, signing with uh, Texas A&M. Mm. But typically, you know, over the years, we would celebrate landing a three star player. Well, yeah. out of the uh, incoming freshmen, we've got one, two. Five four-star players. Oh, that's not bad. Signed. And then we've got three more three-stars. Uh, actually, that's six four-stars. I missed one. Mm. And then another like eight three-stars. Like, in total, like, we this recruiting class is shaping up to be just 
really impressive, all led by, you know, the four-star quarterback from uh, California, Pierce Clarkson. Um, so, oh, man, it just gets you even more revved up and more just, you know, excited for next season and the season after and the season after. Yeah. And another thing, you know, looking at, uh, you know, we won't dive really into the schedule uh, just yet. Um, I think we're going to save that maybe for uh, another episode where we could talk about the football schedule and, um, you know, expectations for the first uh, Brom season, which we'll probably do that closer to when the season starts. Cause I think we're going to do maybe like a season preview episode, uh, where we'll give our expectations, you know, what are, what's our, re- you know, the records that we think that he's going to have in his first season and so on and so forth. Uh, right. that'll be our like season preview episode, um, down the line. Um, but, Looking I remember when the actually uh, though. I'm trying to look. Remember where the when the uh, red and white scrimmage is for this year. Um, the spring game. Yeah. Football. It's actually the day before Thunder over Louisville. Oh, so that's like so. It's on a Friday. Because they wanted. Uh, I can't remember April, the exact day of that. I think so, but. Uh, I just remember them talking about uh, making a big weekend out of it, having Friday's spring game, Saturday, Thunder over Louisville, and just kind of making a big deal out of it. Um, So I can't remember exactly what day, but it's the Friday before Thunder over Louisville. Um, But yeah, looking at the football schedule for this first season, like, it is that you know. Again, we're not going to break it down or anything yet. But yeah. it, it's got a fit, you know, for the first year coming off of an eight-win season. Uh, yeah, we've got a pretty favorable schedule, and once we break it down, I think you will agree as well. When like we got certain teams at home, you know, our away games. Um, I mean. <clears throat> Uh, it could possibly be a pretty solid season uh, in year one, and then when we get to year two, you're talking about this recruiting class that we got now who are incoming freshmen and so on, and then those players will more than likely all most, or at least most most of them will probably be playing more prominent roles in year two because um, they'll have that extra year to be developed and so on. And then in year two of Jeff Brom, the college football playoff expands yeah. from two teams or four teams to eight teams. Something like that, yeah. So they're expanding the college football playoff. Or no, they're expanding no. <sighs> no, no they're 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 expanding the playoffs. Yeah, I had a brain on yeah um just a little aneurysm don't worry about it 
Yeah, I'm having a dirt to dirt moment. <laughs> um, well, it's second and I. Okay. It's expanding to 12 teams. That's what it oh, is. Oh, 12 teams. Oh, yes. Yeah. So it's expanding so to 12. 12 teams. Oh, that was going to bug me. I couldn't. Yeah. I can't believe I forgot that. Um, but it's going <laughs> from 4 to 12. So if you're looking at, you know, year two. Man, I'm just wondering how that's going to work out. I think what they're probably going to do is they're going to have the top X number of teams get like a buy and then have the other teams, you know, kind of make it like a tournament set up. And, um, Almost kind of like how the NFL does. I think so. But you know what? However they're going to do it, I'm excited for it. And who yeah. knows? I mean, I, maybe we'll be in a good enough position. Got some good players coming in, and the excitement. Who, who knows? Maybe we mess around year two or three and find ourselves, you know, in the top twenty. And if we get from the top fifteen, twenty, I mean, all it takes is a couple of, you know, calls last season. Satterfield. Busted us up into number 25, and then we played Kentucky and got knocked down again. Right, um, right. I mean, you know, if we can squeeze into the top 25 at any point, who knows? I mean, it just, it's. It just makes it more possible nice than to, just the normal top yeah, teams nice that always are in. Have in that teams. optimism back, the excitement back. Um, you know, social media is, you know, just been buzzing about uh Jeff Brom and the excitement, you know, the Louisville fans and stuff. Like uh, I just I'm ready for football season, especially with basketball season being so down. But Yes sir. Uh, but um, you know, we're not gonna be uh diving too much into Louisville sports all the time uh, just because I know we're kind of in between seasons. Um, now, like I said, we are going to maybe coming weeks, we are going to talk about the football schedule. Uh, what we might end up doing is wait for the spring game and then uh, start bumping up. Then talk we'll, about it. Then. Yeah. Maybe closer to the spring game. Um, you know, we'll see if we can, you know, listen to what some writers or what some people are saying about certain players and talk about that. Uh, uh, we'll break down the schedule and we'll kind of go into that uh, further down the line. And like I said, when we do a preview episode before the season starts and give our predictions and then, you know, then when we get up to the first game and give our score predictions and all that, you know, then really, you know, the hype train will really get rolling. Um, oh, yeah. You know, so. But up until then, you know, we get closer to NFL season, we'll do something similar with just talking about the NFL season and, you know, about our teams and what we can expect and so on so you know we'll still find things to uh talk about sports wise 
Um, but it just means that, you know, we might have a couple weeks instead of having two episodes, we might end up having one. But, you know, still going to dish out some content. Good old content. Most death. Um, yeah. So we've got some, you know, we've got some uh, fun things that we're going to be uh, releasing here. Um, we'll try to figure out a few more things um, when it comes to just kind of spreading the word um, about the BST podcast. Um, and, you know, we're, what? we're learning and we're, uh, you know, we gradually podcast? get a little bit better. The BST. BST. The oh, the yeah. The one that we're on. Okay. Yeah. This one. Yeah. You know, because we hit record. And hopefully, you know, people like to hear us uh, run our mouths. Not run them. We kind of walk. Well, I hope you. I hope you hit record. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we've got some things uh, definitely coming down the down the pipe um, that hopefully y'all will be excited about. We got. Uh, couple uh i got some possible uh maybe a possible guest here there and uh some of you know get some little mini other, series yeah i want to get some uh other you know some friends some other people's inputs on maybe some unexplained things that have happened to them um we got some you know i think you know maybe it's a little teaser um that we're going to hear in the next you know, week or so that I think we're... Why don't you just tell them what this city's known? Just dive into, uh, you know, it's uh, it's 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 called uh, Waverly Hills. <gasps> no, I mean, um, yes, I did. Shh. <laughs> don't. Scott, don't, don't tell. I'm just excited, this, man. This is between me and you. <laughs> And, and, and all of our other besties. Uh, yeah, you all that listen to us. Yeah. And spread the word to your other besties, and then we can all become besties. And, uh, yeah. Um, they, there I, ain't no ship like friendship. Yep. Yep, exactly. You got it. Couldn't say it better myself. Um, I am going to get us a... Uh, group made in Facebook so that anybody wants to join it and uh, you know we can talk uh, whether it's episode ideas or you know but uh, when we start talking about Waverly Hills which that uh, once we dive into that that might take multiple episodes might even be who knows maybe a mini series about it Um, yeah because that's going to take some research Yes, yes. Um, Considering neither one of us has been inside of Waverly, I've never even been up on the property. I've only seen it from Dixie Highway. <laughs> but you know what? It's going to be fun. It, that one, it's going to be real fun to dive into. 
So oh, yeah. um, I'm going to try to get some little teasers out. Um, I think uh, we're going to see about getting a TikTok set up uh, here, hopefully in the near future. Um, try to get a little bit more into get some clips cut to get out on our Instagram and uh, TikTok socials and everything. Um, yeah. So just some more good stuff uh, coming down the line. Um, from your besties. So is there anything else that you want to, uh, jump into or chat about, um, before we chat up our, or not chat up. Uh, <laughs> My youngest decided to come in and he threw me off. Like, <laughs> yeah. He decided to just sneak up on me. And before we tie up this episode. Yes. Yes. Um, before we jump into our socials and all that. Got any uh, yeah. final remarks? No. Just uh, hope you all enjoyed this episode. And uh, like always. Uh, y'all take care and God bless. So make sure to um, follow us on Instagram, which our Instagram handle is the underscore BST podcast. Um, make sure to look us up on Facebook at the BST podcast. Man, I should be writing this stuff down. There. Oh, you should. Think you should be. You should know this just as much as I do. Partners in crime without actually. Oh, yeah, crime. that's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, check us out on Facebook um, as we get this uh, train rolling. And um, like I said, I'm going to after we're done recording, I'm going to see about getting us a uh, Facebook group set up so that we have a place to where people can come and join and talk um things you know whatever makes them feel best um said that better myself exactly um make sure to follow us on the twitter the twitter, twitter. Uh, it's at the underscore bst underscore podcast and then also, uh, don't be shy and uh, email us. Our email is the BST pod at, at gmail.com. I might have to edit that singing part out. That's terrible. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, you know, reach out to us on our socials and we. Hope to you know hear from you all. Um, you know, go out and like, subscribe. You know, follow us. Uh, check us out. You know, on most um, platforms. You know, leave us a review, rating on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and just let us know what you think. Um, and 
you know, episode ideas, reach out to us. And we're open for suggestions and open to explore new avenues on topics. Um, you know, hey, you want to explore new avenues. I want to explore new highways. Uh, all right. Here we go. We're going to explore new highways. Um, but yeah. So I, I'm excited for the things to come. Um, yes. Whether it's with the podcast, Little Sports, um, you know, with starting a whole new chapter in life. Hills that we're going to dive into. Um, you know. For me, I thought you said Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. <laughs> I was like, now, now you're going to get. We're not talking about California. <laughs> no. no. Not yet. But anyways. Um, but yeah, so just make sure to, uh, you know, keep your ears out and eyes open and we'll be back to you with some more and, content. Yeah, hopefully. But cool. yeah. All right. Well, as we, uh, close. Everybody bow your heads, close your eyes. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, no. Anyways, yeah. So, all that good stuff wrapped up in a bow. So, this has been the BST Podcast. And your hosts, Scott and Brandon. Join us next time. time. Thanks, guys. Later.